Hello everyone, this is Mario Davis with Talks with Mario. Have you ever wanted to do podcasting? If not, that is fine, but if you have, you should really look at Anchor. It's absolutely free, they give you the tools to do it, and you don't need any fancy equipment. All you need is a computer or a smartphone, iPhone or Android, and all you need to sign up is Facebook or email. And they will spread your channel on Spotify or any other podcasting app that is available to you. And without that being said, thank you and have a wonderful day and hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Talks with Mario. I am your host, Mario Davis. And I'm your co-host, Kitty And today top, today's topics are very interesting. And right before we talk about today's topics, uh, let, um, help us uh, welcome our very special guest today from TikTok, Littlefoot Gothface. What's up? <laughs> How are you doing today, little foot? Oh, you know, same stuff, different day. <laughs> right. Now, <laughs> now, the first time we're going to talk about is what's going to happen after they kill off Rick from The Walking Dead and make him a zombie. Well, then that's, like, it for the show. Like, <laughs> how can you kill off Rick? <laughs> uh, right? I mean, they done killed off half the co-stars anyway. I mean, they they might as well end the show. Well, I mean, in a lot of ways, too, they've got plenty of characters that could technically carry the show. But even from the graphic novels, Rick was always the driving force. I still want to see him eat somebody, though. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I'm kind of curious to see Rick somebody eat somebody. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it'll be Carl. Yeah, they kill it off Carl, sadly. I know. Mm-hmm. I love that chance. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the person that could probably carry on the Walking Dead series is probably Daryl. Yeah, I could agree with yeah. that. Yeah, I think yeah. I could see it. So what? Okay, how do you think they're gonna kill him off if they do make him a zombie? How do you think that's gonna go? I mean, that would have to be epic. <laughs> either either an epic battle or the ultimate betrayal of somebody just like, oh, I'm gonna trip you now so I can get away from the zombies. Like, yeah, they, they would have to right. make it something huge. Now it would be messed up if Daryl betrayed him. To, oh, dude, for that to happen. Don't do that to my heart. Right, don't. I don't think I can handle that. Yeah, Daryl's like, I don't want to say wholesome, but he's like the most like morally upright character, I think, in the series, right. one of them anyway. Seeing him do something like that, oh, that would that would break me. Yeah, I, I would be a fluff tortilla crying on the couch if that happened. <laughs> yeah. the, the writers would receive a very stern letter with a lot of cuss words from me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and me <laughs> yeah we'll true, very true now speaking of zombies we're gonna come back to the walking dead topic but uh speaking of zombies i think they need to do this and i'm gonna tell you why it could probably put call of duty back to the top if they did this making an all zombies video game Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that God. that needs to be a thing. Because zombies is already super fun to play in general. Mm-hmm. That right. would be interesting. I just want to see no, what kind I, of a plot line they would do with it. Like, I don't want them to go Resident Evil and be like, oh, it's a, you know, they, they can, I guess, go the Resident Evil route and say it was a created virus, etc. And that's fine. But I kind of want to see what creative stuff they'll come up with. Call of Duty has right. always been notorious for having like usually amazing storylines behind the you know the main play of the game. 
So yeah. I just I want to see what they come up with. Right. Now, yeah. I think the campaign would go something like uh, they did experiments on super soldiers and it went very wrong. And that's basically they got to save all of the United States. I think that's how the campaign would go. I could see it. You know, I, I almost wonder if they would do it. Um, I don't know if you ever read the book World War Z. Not the movie because the movie was nothing, absolutely nothing like the book. Oh, aside from the character. So <laughs> but if they did it like that, I could see it working. Because in the, the movies, also, or the number movie, sorry, the book, they go into like a lot of the tactical stuff that they have to do to fight back. And I think Call of Duty could capitalize on something like that. Right. Definitely. Now, I didn't even know there was a book of World War Z. I thought it was just a movie. <gasps> no, my darling, there is a book, and the book makes the movie look like it's nothing. I was so disappointed in the movie. Like <laughs> After reading the book all the way through, I just I can't watch the movie. Uh, yeah, it's the same for me, because they... they the style of the book itself is so engaging. Like you start that book, you're gonna have a hard time putting it down. It's it's engaging. It friggin' it's it's almost like a thriller, even though you're mo- mostly reading through what's like interviews with people after the fact. Right. And the movie just like they tried to do too much. You know what I mean? Like I get you put Brad Pitt on it, whatever. There would have been a better way of doing it, and the way they ran with it and changed stuff was not good. Yeah, I feel like they changed way too much for the movie's sake. Right. Because that book does not have a happy ending, let me tell you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, let's not spoil the ending for anybody that doesn't have have not read the book yet. But um, That's why I just said that it wasn't a happy ending. Yeah. (laughs) Now, before we get off topic here, (laughs) now, we covered the campaign or what it would be like. Now, let's cover the multiplayer if this game ever existed. Oh, dude. Oh, there's, man. There's so much opportunity there. Especially if they run it. Um, what's that mode that they used to have in World War II where um, you're basically fighting on one side or the other, like almost like a capture the flag type deal, but make the other side the zombies and then back and forth. So you play one half of the session as the zombie and then the other half as a soldier shooting. Right. I could I could like that. I could like See, that I was just about to say something like that. Like they could do like maybe ten versus ten, fifteen versus fifteen. Mm-hmm. One half Well and ten over. versus ten mode is just fun in general. Right. Oh yeah. Like and, and and they don't have to go stop there. They could put like for the zombie side, they could put like different kill streaks. If you're familiar mm-hmm. with Black Ops, like just in general, any zombies, like Black Ops 2, like you can use for kill streaks, you know how they got the juggernaut? They could put for a kill streak for the zombie side, Brutus from uh, Mob of the Dead. Oh. Mm. Yes. Hit me with that. I would pay yes. good money. We need to write Call of Duty a letter. <laughs> if I find a way to contact them, I will most definitely do that. We have a business proposal. Come over yes. here. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I've been playing Warzone lately, so it's like I almost want them to do something Sorry, <laughs> similar to Warzone, where they you have to drop in to the fight, yeah. as in, like, find a safe place to actually drop in, or you might end up dropping in the middle of the zombies. I want the dynamic of that. I want that little bit of danger of, oh, am I just you know, instead of getting shot within two seconds of going in there, am I just going to die a terrible death being mauled by, like, 20 zombies that were hanging out together? Right. Right. Just like a Battle Royale mode on the phone, it's like you can drop in pretty much anywhere on the map, but am I going to run the risk of of running into a ton of people who dropped there, or what's going to happen? Am I going to be pretty much on my own for, like, 15 minutes? <laughs> Am I going to be miserably dying every 30 seconds that I step down? Got it. Yeah. <laughs> and all in all, so what is the ver- verdict? Does this game need to happen? Yes. This game needs to happen. <laughs> Take my money now. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. My money right now. I'll Here's my, my pre order. Just take it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> my firstborn and, you know, whatever else you need. 
And, and uh, for a DLC, I can give them one right now if they're listening to this right now. Sponsor <laughs> us. One good DLC <laughs> for this game. Remember how Ghost died in Modern Warfare 2? Mm-hmm. Zombie Ghost. Dude, no. Oh my god. Oh. You are. Why don't you work for these people? Like, I need you to put an application right. in or something. Right. Like for real, at least just writing like the storylines to the games, like that would be freaking epic. Yeah. I probably could make a good storyline for this game. You probably could. I you but underestimate yourself, more- bro. You're doing it right now, and we are like, here is our wallet. Make this. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, my wallet's sitting right in front of me. <laughs> take it. All of it. <laughs> oh, here, here. Just just take my money. I'll send you my wallet. Let's just mail it in. <laughs> we got <three. laughs> You can have my Venmo card, my bank card. Right. Like, come on. <laughs> here, take, take no. all my children. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it's a tr- <laughs> Bad kitty. <laughs> yes, sir. Now, moving on from um, Call of Duty for a minute, uh, let's talk about this challenge I've heard on the radio so much about. And it's basically putting humanity back on the map for being kind and being kind to those that work hard in the fast food industry and barely get paid for being a waitress. Let's talk about the 2020 tipping challenge real quick. Man. I would have given anything to have been part of that when I was waitressing. <laughs> right. Could we have had this a few years ago? <laughs> like, seriously, like waitresses, like people don't realize that, yeah, some of the bigger restaurants pay well. They do. But there's others that you've got waitresses working all of these crazy shifts and they're only getting for $5 an hour and then tips on top of that. You right. can't make a living on that, period. And I know people are like, oh, well, it's a starter job. No, it's it's really not. No job is a starter job because they're going to be necessary. People are going to want to go eat. You're going to need a server. Why are we paying exactly. them these? I, I, you can't even buy a whole pack of toilet paper for what you get an hour as a waitress. Right. Yeah. Well, and I remember waitressing and we were getting, I think it was like two fifty an hour with mm-hmm. tips on top of that. Yep. Most of the time we barely saw an actual paycheck. Yep. Like our they would take taxes out and that literally just covered the taxes. Yeah. I remember my right. text from Waffle House. I was like for one week of work was like maybe $150 back in 2005. Yeah. That was working a full week of night shifts even while going to school. So and how do you expect people to make a life on that? We have to work two or three jobs for it at that point. So yeah, this, this tipping challenge, I approve. Definitely. This this needs to be a thing. (laughs) Well, I remember hearing on the radio a couple uh, last week before after we ended the first uh, the third episode. My bad. My brain's all scribble scrabble right now. But um, it's my fault. (laughs) But I remember hearing on the radio right after we did that episode that someone paid twenty grand and tip that waitress jesus <gasps> whoa like can i wow dude that's mind-blowing like, that's incredible. yes and i was like see this is the kind of people we need to come back in the world absolutely exactly is that you just that- that's not just making somebody's day you just like changed everything for them because twenty thousand right. dollars i mean it doesn't sound like a whole lot of money, but for that, if, if it's for a waitress, I mean, you've just made all their payments probably for the rest of the year. Yeah. <laughs> and get, right. they can go out and do something like, hey, they can even sign up for school or whatever they want at that point. I mean, Jesus Christ. That's, wow. That's wow. Sorry. Now, I mean, that that's just mind-blowing. That's inspiring. Mm-hmm. Now, I just can't get off this topic right now. Like, (laughs) 
I mean, we need more people like that instead of spreading hate and negative. We need that back. Yeah. Yeah. We do because I mean, everybody out here. I mean, you even see it on social media. You see it on TikTok all the time. People have no problem being hateful or rude for no reason. Why not be, right. you know, kind for no reason? Hell, exactly. That. Yeah. Now, moving on from this topic, uh, speaking of giving away kids and mm-hmm. all that, <laughs> speaking of kids, Ooh. we need to cover this right, right now. Let's do this. Um, the theory about Robin from Batman being the Joker's son. Yeah. You know, that one, Whoa. the first time I, I, I even heard it, I was like, nah, nah. Then I was like, wait, no, it would, it would work. And it's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I could see it working. That's what's scary. <laughs> yes. Now, I want to hear y'all, y'all's thoughts on that. Oof. Well, go ahead, Littlefoot. You're the guest. You first. <laughs> I mean... And it's totally plausible, but at the same time, it's totally terrifying because, like, what what could Robin actually do with that knowledge? Like, I mean, he could go either way, but at the same time, it's, oh, man. Mm-hmm. Right. It's almost like that could totally turn the story around completely. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not talking about, like, for those that are listening, I'm not talking about the original JJ from the animated series. I'm talking about a live action version. Mm-hmm. And I mean, in a lot of ways, though, like what's what really puts it as something that's scary to me is it really gives you almost like a point break moment where, okay, so if it came down to it and he had the choice between having Batman's back or the Joker's back in a fight, knowing one of them is his father. Right. Yeah. Who are you gonna save? Like, if they're hanging off the side of a friggin' building, let let's 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 for a moment suspend the disbelief that Batman has gadgets and stuff, and he's having to hold them up. It's the good son moment. How, who do you drop? Who do you save? Right. Do you, do you pick the sick loyalty to the Joker, or do you do you stick with the man who's been there and trained you? And and basically been that father figure to you the entire the entire storyline, right? I mean, yeah, it's wow, dude, you you had to pull this one on us. Wow, <laughs> I, mean, I was ready for it, but then like I really thought about it, and now it's like, dude, that just even if in a live action, live action or animated, either way, the characters for who they are. I mean, you already know Joker's deranged. We already know he's crazy. Batman. Right. Okay, Bruce Wayne isn't exactly the same as person. This is somebody who dresses up as a bat at night and goes out to fight crime. Which is better than right. just dress up as a bat to make people laugh. But <laughs> um, so you got that dichotomy right there. Like how which one is the the lesser of the two crazies that you want to stick with for father figures? <laughs> exactly. Like wow. Right. See, I mean the way I'm comparing it is uh, a big plot twist from uh, Return of the Jedi. You know, they were fighting Luke Skywalker and his father, Darth Vader. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, Darth Vader turns into the Emperor. Who's to say that Robin wouldn't do that to Batman and help Joker kill Batman? Exactly. Yeah. It would almost depend on which Robin we're talking about. Because there have been multiple. If yeah, I, I'm talking about like been... the original. Okay, so I mean, with the original, you already had lost his family, or technically his family. So it would be two reveals for him at that point. It would be the fact that the people he thought were his family weren't, which now leads us to find out how he got taken away from his father. Right. And then on top of it, the fact that, you know, he's under Batman's care, as it were, but he's also in that rebellious stage. Mm. Yeah, well, and then finding out that you do actually have a father and, I mean, assuming you would want to know that person. Right. Right. Now, 
moving on from this this odd and twisted topic, it <laughs> is terrifying now that I imagine it. <laughs> right, my brain's going crazy over this one. It's like, mm. wait, we're... Yeah, like, like <laughs> even the Twist even Rick has not been gonna get me there. This, <laughs> now let's go ahead and talk about this uh, thing that they keep dragging out, but they never made it yet, and it's just driving me crazy about having a sequel for Beetlejuice, but you keep dragging it. I know. Oh. They kill me with that because I love Beetlejuice. <laughs> I love Beetlejuice too. I just I wonder if it's gonna end up being just like the Beetlejuice that we know, as far as what was made, or is are they they going to allow him to go back to like how twisted Beetlejuice was actually supposed to be? I'm kind of hoping See. for that second one. For that, for the sequel, I would love to have him more twisted than what we saw. Yeah, and definitely after growing up with the animated series for Beetlejuice too, it's it's one of those things where you know it was comical, etc. But I want to see it darker, and that's like a theme for all of, for me. Like I just noticed that I, I guess I do have a, a preference. I want to see it go darker, but I want right. it to also stay. There was a level of seriousness funny and dark that was mixed in that movie right i don't want to have it lose the humor or have it lose the serious points that they touched on but at the same time i I think if they go darker they can still keep the humor yeah there's there's always a way to play that in Mm -hmm. i i really hope they do because if they just take out all the humor i don't know if i can enjoy it right yeah, well, and that's the Beetlejuice we know and love is that that humorous but very dark, and it, it would be hard to to see it lose like complete humor and not have that comic relief to the the dark aspect. Right, because that's why you fall in love with it. It's it's not even just the story; it's just the fact that it's the little snips and bits and pieces here and there where it shouldn't be funny, but you're still laughing at it. <laughs> Right. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm probably going to be on a boat right the hell after this, but I don't care. I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> now, what are what is y'all's predictions for this film if it ever came to the big screen? Hmm. I, I'm, just, I'm trying to like decide on the casting for it, and I can't really sit on one person that I prefer. Well, the original cast for Beetlejuice was just perfect. The finding whole new characters or whole new cast because everybody's grown or too old. Yeah, (laughs) I mean the the wonders of makeup, of course, but you're not gonna make Winona Ryder look like she's a teenager. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I mean, what they could do for it get the original cast back, but some of them have passed away, I think. My biggest concern is if they do do it, if they try to do it as an animated movie. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, you still have the option there of bringing the characters back with different voices or whatever, but it would lose, it would lose so much of the aesthetic and so much of what made the movie what it was. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah, the animated the animated series never touched. I mean, it was super bright colors and it was very uh, campy. Yeah. And you, for it to be a movie, though, like I, I'm gonna need that live action to happen, and I need that same style. It was dark, but it was. I don't know. The, the, it just worked. <laughs> Exactly. Right. Well, and I feel like if they went animated with it, you'd lose that that Tim Burton touch to it, because he does yeah. play so much with color and mood and all of that that it just it would make it hard to go animated with right. with a sequel. He was so big on like the design of everything around it. It's not just the characters; it's every bit of the set. Right. Because you remember, even even the food became part of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I, oh, man. Um, I mean, what they could do with the sequel is just make it a couple years later. But 
as far as storyline goes, I have no idea. Well, and the thing is, why not do an entire thing, an entirely different thing altogether? Because we already know the ghosts didn't move on. Beetlejuice is pretty much eternal. How about going just from the Beetlejuice side of things? You know what I mean? Like right. that entire world of the dead. Go there. Have them like harass other people. I could deal with that. Because there's, there's no way yeah. you can bring back the same people. Even if it's, I mean, you can, but you know what I mean? It's, 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 it would just be retelling yeah. the same story. I'm not always keen on that, but yeah, I, I could see it if, if it's, we know he's a being that's going to keep messing with people no matter what. So make him mess with more people. Right. Like a whole new, I guess you could say couple or new family. Or... Right. Maybe the other family sold their house after all the stuff that went down. <laughs> I wouldn't blame him. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be moving after Beetlejuice. Like, nope, not today, Satan. <laughs> I mean, after a railing turns into a giant snake. Oh, no. No, no. See, I would have been fine after the dinner party. The dinner party was cool. Yeah. There, there was dancing. It was all yeah. until that someone tried to eat me, but that's okay. <laughs> Having my furniture. Having a giant strip cocktail come at you and grab your face. I'm okay. <laughs> that, that, that would almost make me laugh after the fact. The, the, right. I usually don't have a problem with snakes, but again, gigantic snakes trying to eat me is an entirely different situation. Yeah, that's where we've got a problem. Like it's it's yeah. coming at me and it's gonna eat me. Nope, I'm running. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing this. Husband is over there tied up with some kind of weird like artsy thing. And no, 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 no. Nope. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> give me the sage. Give me the salt. We're not gonna. Uh... We're not going to move past the fact about Tim Burton, right? Real quick, um, you drove me crazy, little foot, with that trivia. <laughs> I drove myself crazy with that trivia, man. Like, there were some of those facts that I had to, like, check and double check. And some of them I still wasn't on point, but, you know. <laughs> and we're not going to talk about the fact of me being ghosted through this contest. Ooh. Oh, I know. That was crazy. And, and TikTok. Fix fix your algorithm there, man. Come yeah. on. <laughs> That's just been an ongoing issue with everything. It's like constantly there's something new yes. going wrong and they do nothing about it. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I know I'm not the first one to have people ghosted on their lives either. And it was funny because everything was fine up until I started the contest. And I'd watch somebody else's lives where they were like, oh, yeah, if I'm not seeing your comments, it's okay. I'm sorry. People are getting ghosted. TikTok's doing something weird. They're throwing a hissy fit. And I was like, no, it's going to be okay. We're going to do this contest without a hitch. And boom. Hitch. (laughs) Yep. Now, now that's the thing I want to talk about right quick Mm -hmm. before we move on to the next one. Um, And this is a topic I want to add into this episode of. What are people if if it does get banned, like you said, it's going to. Where where is everybody going to go for the next platform like that? Well, I mean, there's plenty of other platforms. There's like knockoff TikToks and stuff like that, but I don't know if those are going to go with it. Like, it's all going to go away, or if they're going to slowly one by one try to pick them apart and stop them. But I mean. Shoot, there's always Facebook, there's Instagram. Um, yeah, and I've seen a lot just, of people already move to Instagram as far as like with their lives and stuff just to avoid the problems. Yeah. Right. I mean, the only thing that comes to mind for an app that's a knockoff of TikTok is Likey. Hmm. I don't think I've messed with that. <laughs> no, like I, I think I tried to, and it was like overly complicated as far as like the platform went. It was it was a pain in the butt to post all of my old content on it, mm. and so I just kind of right. gave it up. I was like, mm, "You're not gonna let me put my my content back up." <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. That's what TikTok like, was. So user friendly. Yeah, I downloaded it last month. <laughs> And I took a look at, I took one look at the uh, the way they got everything laid out. I was like, nope, my anxiety went up just looking at it. Oh, man. Yeah. 
And I was like, no, 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 no. TikTok, please stay. Yeah, please, please. <laughs> Although now that they have the deal with Oracle, and I think they actually took them to court over this one because, or they took Trump to court over it because they, he was basically violating rights to remove TikTok completely from like American app stores and from the American public. Yep. And they did. Right. Um, they, they have the injunction in place. I think they have until November 26th to actually respond from the federal government. But thus far, the federal government has not. Um, and then after that, they basically would have to restart their case all over to try to remove right. TikTok because the, the whole thing with it was, oh, it's, it's a good, the Chinese are going to try to control it, blah, 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 because of their censorship. But Chinese corporations are what run the app, not the government itself. And yeah. right. all they really have to do is just sell a portion of their company in the US. So the minute they struck that contract with them, um, I believe it was Walmart, they tried with Walmart and Oracle. Um, then that the moment that came through, that it made those injunctions basically invalid. I read right. too much. Sorry. Oh, no, you're good. I oh. did the same thing. I spent months reading up on that when all of that was going on. And I was like, oh, okay, we might be safe. <laughs> we right. should be good. <laughs> no, I apologize, Kitty. This is what this is about. We got to do our research to discuss these things. True. I just, look, I come from a long line of people that every time that we open our mouths to talk about stuff, people are like, shut up. Nobody cares. So <laughs> yeah. I'm going to apologize. And it's just, it's part of it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know it's part of the job, but the dumb brain still goes, no, you have to say sorry. You're talking too much. <laughs> now, now, Kitty, why don't you lead us with the next topic that we got? Oh, Lord. So we had, yeah, at this point, it's a Hellboy. Why are they trying to make a freaking yeah. remake instead of, a, the, instead of making Bar 3? And they're killing me with that. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So they killed me with the remake too. I thought uh, I really wanted to like it, but it's just uh, it's not Hellboy to me. They went too no. CGI with it, which is what I was worried about. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it's always I. I mean, Mario has heard this from me a million times, so it's your turn now. I like to judge movies based on merit. I may have concerns going in to watch them, but I'm still gonna watch them. And my, right. my biggest thing is they're gonna they're gonna use too much CGI, which I mean there was a lot of it in the Hellboy movies, but it was balanced. They balanced mm-hmm. it with costuming, with animatronics, etc. This one didn't have that balance. It just didn't. Yeah, well, not having Ron Perlman as as Hellboy this right. time around, I just I felt like we lost something from the character itself because he made Hellboy. As mm-hmm. far as in the movies, and it just it lost that like sarcastic flair that he had. Yes, and not yes. just the aesthetic too, because he's. And I hate to say this, I know yeah, it's the drone cartoon. They can make it, you know, with silicone. That's not the point. You know, Ron Perlman's face. Yeah, and his face under all that makeup worked. It was perfect. It's like he was friggin' made to be Hellboy. Yes. And exactly. The new guy, no offense to him, just didn't have that. He looked, it's like they tried to like make a thirst trap out of Hellboy. <laughs> right. But it's like they tried. And I get it. You want to make a character not as ugly, I guess, or whatever, but that's not the point. Hellboy was supposed to look a particular way. He's a demon. He's, yeah. Yeah. You know, and he's supposed to look rough. It's like trying to make the beast from Beauty and the Beast look cute. It doesn't work that way, okay? We can't fly everything in this world. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, like, Hellboy is not supposed to be cutesy at all. Right. No. He, his appeal is in his charisma. It's in the way he carries himself. It's in his I give no fucks attitude. That's what makes exactly. it like yeah. the character, not the, oh, yeah, oh, he had his sweater, his trench coat was open. Yeah, it's, uh, what do you want him to do? Go to Walmart to buy a t-shirt? Do you think they carry demon size? <laughs> <laughs> Lucky he got pants. Walmart, we need to make this a thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. like he probably would have to shop in the same store as the Hulk. <laughs> oh, jeez. They're big, too. Extra and, big and extra tall? Yes, <laughs> and extra. Mm, oh, wait, wait, sorry. <laughs> <Next>. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's, 
it just it killed it to me it's you ruined the whole aesthetic of the character itself because even the comic books are portrayed a certain way and i think yeah the first couple of hellboy movies portrayed that well and this last that remake why man why yeah just give me number three and let me enjoy my popcorn and throw them on the screen exactly exactly I mean, they could do so much with number three. It's not even funny, but they're not probably going to touch a number three for it. I mean, if they were concerned about storylines, again, I will point in the general direction of the hundreds of comic books that are available that have amazing story arcs in them that they could use that I would love to see on right. the screen. Exactly. I feel like if, well, in just comic book based movies in general, if they would stick more to the comic books than trying to create a whole different storyline, guys, y'all would have so much to go off of. <laughs> like, I mean, even just like the Batman comic books, too, is like, quit trying to make new storylines. Batman had an epic storyline to begin with. Not just that, multiple storylines in multiple dimensions. This man at one point was stuck in medieval times trying to do the Batman thing. And then they read yeah. it into yeah. an anime where he's stuck in the friggin' feudal Japan. You have material. Use it. Stop trying to... You don't need to come up with nothing new because it's already been written for you. Just get me the actors, get them in costume, and tape it. <laughs> Right, yeah. like they killed me with, and I hate it. I, Harley Quinn is, is one of my favorite comic book characters. I have my reasons, but when they did Birds of Prey, I was upset, and not even because of the way that she looked. I was upset because of the way they portrayed all these other amazing characters from the original Birds of Prey series. Right. Well, and I felt the same way with like Suicide Squad. Yeah. I was like, man, y'all could have done much better. So, oh my god, I I almost. I had to force myself not to walk out of watching that one. Because yeah, that one was a hard one, especially with the the change to the Joker. Like, don't get me wrong, Jared Leto was a great Joker. He was maniacal. He was mean. He was rough. But at the same time, like, Joker's never really been at like the gangster type. And not just that; it's they they strayed so far from the original story for Suicide Squad. If you just wanted to have an opening movie to create another Harley movie, then use something else. The original yeah. Suicide Squad, you right. know, I mean, I know they, they try to make it about all the members of the squad. No, that movie was so Harley focused. It might as well have been Harley Quinn's adventures with the Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I, I remember, I mean, I have the issues of Suicide Squad sitting over there, and it's the entire storyline, there's so much material they could have gone with. If you just wanted to introduce characters, if you just wanted to play around with a story, say that. Don't name it after something and then not yeah. do it. You know, and this is Yeah, don't don't try to pass it off as something right, that's clearly not. Rosie, they did the same thing right. with the movie. They tried to pass it off. Oh, it's based on the books. Loosely. So loosely it's not even the same thing. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and I wanted to like Jared Little's Joker, but he never got enough screen time. Like, he never got enough time to really develop. No, what if you get, like, 10 minutes of screen time or something like that? Oh, Not well, even like 10, 10 minutes. Yeah. minutes at most, and he had so little he could do with the character, but it's... It, and, and it always brings me back to, a movie is only as good as the script. You know, your casting yeah, could exactly. be awful. I don't even care if your casting is awful. If you write a really good script i am there and i am going to watch it again and again and again and again i can't bring myself to watch suicide squad a second time Mm -mm. and i hate that because like i said those are great characters there and it feels like it was a total waste yeah well and that's like they keep my my husband and my kids keep um like Birds of Prey and Suicide Squad on the DVR list. I'm like, why are we doing this? Like, I get it. You enjoy it. It's it's cool to you, but like, it bothers me. It bothers me to watch and, these and movies. From the standpoint of <laughs> just coming in of just watching it for its own merit. Okay, as a comic book fan, I can do that. I can sit at a movie and just be like, okay, you know, I'll just try to act like I don't know anything about this. And it's the first time I'm seeing it. But even then, I don't like it because it was right. so kitschy like there was there was so much stuff that 
didn't make sense. Like, it's like you yeah. tried to shove as much as you could into one. Why? Why? There was no reason exactly. to ruin the perfectly, yeah. what would have been a perfectly good plot. You know, oh, these villains get picked up to uh, do basically mercenary work to save the world from this god that's raising some kind of rock column. Okay, awesome. Just make the story that. You didn't need any other sidetracking crap. And why did Slipknot have to die no. like the first like yeah. 20 seconds? What the heck was that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I, so in the, so, oh no, what are we writing? Birds of Prey. <sighs> Birds of Prey gets a negative five from me. And and the, yep. yeah, I I wanted to like it. I just and, uh, and the casting was uh, right too because the I, I can't remember her name and I'm so sorry for it. The actress who played the black black canary, she was great. She really she had the aesthetic, and I know a lot of people are gonna complain because the original black canary was white and had blonde hair. Shut up. <laughs> and I don't care what color somebody is as long as they can portray a character. And I just I don't think they they wrote her right. She acted it beautifully. She really did. But she was being put in situations that didn't work for the character. And let's, let's not move past the fact that we had the guy that played Black Mask, which was uh, yes, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan <laughs> went to the dark the side. <laughs> oh, hang on a second. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you guys go ahead. It's okay. I mean, <laughs> they could have done something a lot different with Birds of Prey. Yeah, I think with both movies, they could have done it really different, and it would have been amazing. But at the same time, like, why why are we trying to call a horse a cow? You know, like, <laughs> right. you, you can paint a horse spotted and it's still not a cow you know if, if you're gonna do a comic book based movie you've gotta stick as closely as possible and i think that's my biggest hitch on a lot of movies even right. based off of books is if you like lose track of that book then or that comic book then i'm i'm completely like it just turns me off and i'm back yes. that. exactly <laughs> it's okay <laughs> it, it's, it's technical difficulties. It's, it's fine. But I have to agree with Littlefoot on that. If, if you're going to base it on something, base it on it. Don't just wash it out and then give me whatever's left at the bottom of the strainer. Yeah, exactly. Like, And that's what killed me about Game of Thrones is like the last two seasons drove me absolutely nuts. They were amazing. They were great. But there was no book to go with them. So they just kind of hauled off and did their own thing, and that like that really made me mad after reading the books. <laughs> they waited sixteen years right. for a book to come out. They killed it in seven episodes. Yeah, exactly. Well, and now apparently he's finally going back and finishing that book. But at the same time, like I'm I'm concerned about these prequels they're going to do too because I have the books for these so-called prequels and I've read them and I really hope they don't mess them up. That's always the hope <laughs> when you turn your book into a movie or into a series. Like Lord of the Rings. I was terrified because I read Lord of the Rings as a kid. Like the, the, not the little kid books, like the huge mother trucker. Yeah. I was scared. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And they gave me two hour movies and I'm like, yes. But they still change stuff. I understand that. But they still stuck closely enough to it. You know what I mean? Like, they were on it. Yeah. And then you have other ones where it's like, oh, it's the name of the book, right. but it's not going to be a damn thing about it. I can deal with that. Sort of true. Yeah, exactly. That broke my friggin' heart because I used to love those books. I mean, I still do. I love books. Some people don't like it a good kind. I understand that. I think right. we actually own all of yeah, those. Because <laughs> it's always it's always too people hate it, some people love it, and that's fine. I love the books. So when I heard they were making a series, I was on that. I was like, oh yes, let's do this. Because series, you get more room to do stuff. First episode, I turned it off. I didn't even finish it. I, no, I'm done. 
because the first right. 30 minutes of the episode, you've already completely changed the story for me, and I'm good. I'm going to go back to my book, and I'm going to cry into a beer while I read it. Exactly. Well, and that was me with 13 Reasons Why. Like, I, I read the book multiple times over as a teenager and even as, like, a younger adult, and then they came out with this TV series and everybody's loving it. Everybody's freaking out about it. Massive fan base. And I'm sitting over here like, uh, -uh, no, like how much they've cut off or just completely just annihilated. What made the book, the book. Yeah, exactly. Well, and now that 13 reasons why has like hauled off and again, just like Game of Thrones and so many other TV series that like they've hauled off and done their own thing and added a completely different storyline. Like, honestly, you could have just made 13 reasons why a really good movie and stuck to the book. It didn't need to be a TV series, but yeah, you know, (laughs) it's not, they were great movies. Don't get me wrong. They were. The books were fantastic too. But I always have a bone to pick with them about the little tiny things that nobody seems to notice that they changed. But because they changed those things, it altered the story a little more. So it, it became, it's almost, it's, mm-hmm. almost, it's yeah, they're the, exactly. almost the same. But when you change those little bitty things that happen, you don't show them on the screen. These people that have never touched the books are not going to understand how when you saw that moment or you read that moment in the book, it fucking broke you and you have to put a bookmark on it and walk away for 10 minutes. They, they don't get those yeah. minutes. And I, I think exactly. that's a disservice to the audience. You know? Oh, it really is. And like, to go oh, go old school with it, Where the Red Fern Grows, that book yeah. broke me <laughs> as a kid. Having to read that one for school. And I mean, like, we got to the end of it and... I, not a dry eye in the classroom at all. I think we got off topic way too fast. It's okay. (laughs) We're having stuff to talk about besides the original topics. Um, Speaking of books, what, have you ever, have you read the new Twilight book yet? I refuse politely. Nope. I haven't read it. Well done. I, I wanted to like the books. I, I really did. I tried so hard to like the books. It's just the writing was so... Like, don't get me wrong. The, the I believe it's the same girl who wrote The Host. The Host was great. I, mm, I was not... And I know they were, like, her first big books. But I just... I, I couldn't get past the the writing... And right. For me, with the story. See, I never read I mean, the books. I Man, I never read the books of Twilight, but uh, Lord of the Rings, like Kitty was saying, yeah, I've read those. But um, well, I think that's my curious. biggest reason why I get into some authors so hardcore, like. You, you've got to be descriptive and imaginative and, you know, that's what draws me in is that, like, I can actually picture that person in my mind while I'm reading the book and I've got, like, this tiny movie going on in my head. But with Twilight, I just, I could not get that movie going in my head with the way she and wrote. Think, and, you know, it's no hate to the people that like it. Right. You know, that's you. Everybody likes different stuff. Everybody dislikes different stuff. But um, I was the same way. I, it, it just there was something jarring about how they tried to move from one thing to another, that it just it segmented the narrative yeah. for me so bad that I just I couldn't concentrate. I was like, I, I can't do this. You know, I can follow Shakespeare, but I can't follow this. Right. Yeah. No, I feel you there. That's like I can I can follow Dante's Inferno just fine, but then you hand me Twilight and I'm going, uh, who's this in here? What's going what? on? <laughs> exactly. Oh, I mean You know, speaking of books and video games and whatnot, you know what would be a great movie if they ever did it. But that's what uh Zombie Land was supposed to do, but uh 
they named it something different. Um, what would be a really good movie from a video game would Ooh. be Left 4 Dead. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Okay. Mario is <laughs> on the mind blowing today. Yeah, it, it would. I, I yeah. would definitely... Yep. I would definitely go watch the heck out of that. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I would have to go watch it if they did it. I would. That's one game that mine, well, mine screwed me. Let's say it that way. Um, more than once. I can't even imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine, but as a movie, that would, yeah. Yeah, we need this. Okay, so now now we know your, your future career is to start making yes, movies and video games, Mario. There you go. Right, right. You just need to start working on like storylines and yeah. scripts and <laughs> just yeah. start sending right. them out, Contact man. Even <laughs> We've got ideas. Right. Oh man. Contact James One. Mm. I got some good horror movie yeah. ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to know if in a movie setting, if they can recreate that. There was always a feeling when you were playing Left 4 Dead. Like, and I don't know if it was the, the audio for the game or what it was. It was always like this sense of everything closing in on you at certain points. If they can recreate that, yes. I'm sold. Yeah, as long as you can get the feeling down right. The, like, the feeling that, that I know oh. from the Resident Evil movie. Yeah, that. Save, save me with that. Yeah. That was my. <laughs> See, what I loved about Left 4 Dead was it wasn't your basic zombie apocalypse game. It was, if you shoot a damn car with the alarm on it, you're going to have to fight your way through that. And then you have this big tank coming at you, and then you got to watch corner for the boomer before he throws up on you and attracts more zombies to you. And everything about that game was just great. Which is why I ended up buying it in the next one. Now, they need to come yeah. out with a three. I, this is one of those games where it's like Final Fantasy for me. It, it always leaves me wanting to know what else they're going to come up with. Yeah. yeah. Now, the, the thing is about one map I've played from the Left 4 Dead 2, and it was kind of... When you hit that one spot on this map, I don't remember what the map is called, but it's the where the witch is like a bride. And it seems to me like there's more anger in that part of the witch than there is in the other. Hmm. I can see that. Hmm. And I'm not going to move past the fact that... Um, they need to have. They at least needed to have more characters for two than those. Yeah, I mean, and I think one of the good decisions they made is they didn't add more than they needed for the story. Like, I, I don't need, I don't need a whole host of, yeah, you know, dummies standing around that don't do anything as far as like moving the story forward. They exactly. always were really concise about that. And, and I appreciated that because, you know, it's, it's easier to not, oh, do I have to worry about this character over here? No, they don't matter. Okay. This guy. Okay. I know exactly who are going to be the protagonists, who's going to be affecting the story in some sort of way. So, so I like it. Right. Right. See, what upset me about Left 4 Dead 2 is one map you bought and you find out Bill has died. Yeah. I have problems. Mm. And these are the kind of problems I can't discuss with my therapist because they're only video games. Exactly. <laughs> therapists just don't understand the like the, the, the nerd problems. They, they look I ugly cry no, for an hour. Over what? This. <laughs> yeah. Yo. Did you see what they did I, with the video game? <laughs> they took my heart out and they fed it back to me. Not cool. Yep. Now, speaking of video games, we're going to go back to the uh, Call of Duty real quick. Um, what other things you think do you think they should do for that kind of game? I need a vehicle upgrade thing. 
I need I need to yes. be able to get yeah. a vehicle upgrades. Right. Like a... I need to be able to get a Humvee and put a snowplow in front of it and chain on the windows and stuff. And I need to take time. I need to play almost like Fortnite, except instead of building up walls and buildings, I want to build up cars to run through zombies with. Right. Right. Like I just don't, I don't want to just be able to upgrade my weapons. Like I want to be able to upgrade everything that right. I use in the game. That way, it's more useful, more tactical. You know, right. what have you? You need to be able to like constantly upgrade your stuff depending on what situation you're going into. So, why not? Mm-hmm. Speaking of, I am looking forward to playing Thank Cold you. War. My chief complaint is they need to put zombies back on Call of Duty yeah. Mobile. Oh, it's, <laughs> they took it yeah. I'm so sad that got taken. They had a war zone for like a month and then they took it away. I'm like, why? Bring what? what do you... yeah. That zombie battle royale. Ooh. <laughs> like I was. Yeah. <laughs> now the f- the thing I find that was great for the Halloween. Uh, themed they did for Call of Duty is they put jump scares in it. Oh, I loved that. That was that yeah. was epic. It was definitely a <laughs> total distraction mo- like move, but it, it worked. It was a perfect distraction move. <laughs> yeah. Because we were all like, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> and, it's, and it's when you least suspected it and you find like a loot crate or something. Uh, you got, oh, free loot <laughs> crate. And I mean, surprise. what? Yeah. Oh, now, speaking of the zombie game, uh, what kind of kill streaks would you think they would put in that for that? Hmm. Ooh. Oh man, the options. Yeah, I mean, like you could go with the ever classic kill streaks that they've already got in the game, but I think there needs to be something more because you're you're yeah. not just fighting. It's not just player versus player. It's Players versus like the undead, I mean, pretty much. Right. Weapons. Because they should have limited True. ammo. Because in a zombie apocalypse, who's making your ammo except you? And if you don't have time to make your ammo, exactly. What, like, give me the need exactly. of that. Need God. I need. I, I need. I need, the <laughs> I, I need. I need that hand-to-hand combat to be an option, and. You know, it, mm-hmm. they technically no. have hand-to-hand, I get that, but in a situation like that, when you run out of ammo, how else are you going to fight your way through? Exactly. You're going to grab yourself a crowbar or a baseball bat or something and right. figure it out. Exactly. <laughs> Machete? We'll take it. Indeed. Now, we've we rated um, Birds of Prey a negative five. Now, what are your, what is y'all's thoughts on Dead Island? Okay, so here we go. (laughs) (laughs) What are we judging on? The level of cringe or the occasional terrible like acting? The zombies for it. (sighs) My kid made a better zombie with toothpaste on his face. Yeah, I was going to say the zombies are kind of lackluster. It's like they didn't even yes. try. Like, even if they were fresh zombies, they would look a lot better. <laughs> to me, the whole, the whole, the whole uh, environment for the game was just so glitchy. You the get voices, stuck in a though, wall. Like, voice acting yeah. drives these games, too. Not just gameplay. And the voice oh, exactly. Acting, it's, like, it's almost like I was... Like, they use soft four stars for it. And you know exactly what I mean. Because all of their emotions are like, yeah. oh, no. What? Yeah. <laughs> that terrible, yeah. like, just... Right. Oh, gosh. I don't believe you. That tor- terrible, like, porno storyline type deal. Yeah. I can't, I can't handle bad storyline and bad acting. Especially with, like, mm-hmm. a game, too. Because it has no replayability. To me, they tried too hard. Oh no, it has oh, no sorry. Go ahead. It doesn't. If you are that bothered by yeah. the horrible makeup of it, you won't replay it. And what's the point? I'm wasting money at that point. Exactly. To me, 
to me, they tried too hard to make a uh, zombie version of Far Cry. Yeah. That's, that's definitely it. Yeah. And because they tried so hard, it, it just it made it that much worse. The game I'm most excited for when I do get a, a system again um, is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yes. Yes, this is why I'm like trying to hunt down a system again. It's like this just oh, I'm so jealous of the people who pre-ordered it and can play it like right now. <laughs> Give it to me. The trailers are what epic. Was- I mean, the gameplay looks epic and just oh. And it would work. Real quick, little for you might know this, but what what was the pre-order thing you, that you get when you pre-order it? Oh, I know. Um, one of my buddies pre-ordered this, so I should have know. I should know. I know for a fact that they like. It was the game. I'm not sure if it came with a bunch of other upgrades and stuff, so, though. Either. I think they usually do. They have like the right. the, the additional crates and not crates, but um, the bonus packs that come with it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not gonna move past the fact um, that when we're talking about what? games that flopped, uh, speaking of Dead Island, but uh, they should have just left Dead Island the way it, like they should have yeah. just stopped out of the first game. There was no yeah. For Camp Valley. People are just saying, I got it. Yeah. But no, they had to make Riptide, and then they're supposed to be making a Dead Island 2. Yep. Oh, oh, man. It was something. I don't remember. It was fish. And it was terrible. It was something. Yeah. It was something. I don't know what, but it was something. Like. But I do want to. Thank you, Littlefoot, for being on the show and taking the time out of your day to be here. Hey, well, thank you for inviting me. It was actually <laughs> it was a big shock to to get invited onto a podcast, and it was it was a good one at that. Happy to be of service. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm just happy that you agreed to doing this, be on the show, and that made me really happy. Well, it made me super happy, too, when you popped into my live and you were like, hey, you want to be on a podcast? And I was like, yes. <laughs> How do you think I feel? I mean, after getting the shout out on JC's podcast, I was like, hey, you know what? Either I'm going to start my own podcast or I'm going to start looking for people to do podcasts with. And you popped up out of the blue and I was like, yes, let's do it. I'm, I mean, if you would like to be Instead of like being a special guest, I mean, if you want to, you could actually be a part of the podcast. If you I mean, to. I'm totally down with that. <gasps> this has been great. <laughs> I am down. I mean, yeah, just down. like say, like, <laughs> just in case, in case <laughs> Kitty couldn't make mm-hmm. it, you could like fill in if you wanted to. Which definitely with hey, that works. I am. I am down. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, you're going to get lots more kid noises, but. <laughs> that's fine. That, that's not a problem with me. I mean. But that's something you can think on if you really want to. I am definitely in. Like, no questions Good. asked. I will Good sign the contract in blood. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up now. Hold up. Wait a minute. I didn't say whose blood. I, I just said I'd sign it in blood. Exactly. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> We're not going to do that now. This I is signed, not hey, I signed on a piece of paper and threw it at you on video. So, Well, technically, well, you threw then, it at darkness. Well, you're the host. <laughs> yeah. So as we're winding down, um, Kitty, you would you like to uh, announce the Absolutely. topics for next so week? Next week, um, we have the Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion, which I'm really excited about. Um, we've also got 
Jim Carrey returning as the mask for an animated series. Mm-hmm. Rob England joining Stranger Things for season four. Um, sorry, uh, Deadpool three, which awesome. And um, for our mental health moment, how certain sounds affect people, um, especially like just not just noises, but continuous sounds and patterns. And uh, oh, the Home Alone remake. Ooh, yes. All that will be talked about next week. Um, so stay tuned for that. And also, we're going to do something new today. And hopefully, it's going to continue on. But we're going to do an after show after we end this episode. So um, uh, if Kitty, uh, not Kitty, if uh, Littlefoot has time, we would like to do some other topics that we didn't get to talk about of this episode to the after show. We're also going to do some interview uh, interview with you if you have time oh i have all the time in the world today <laughs> okay great so uh i'm your host mario davis and we'll see you at the after show and then we'll see you next saturday until then have a wonderful bye. day bye